Hey everyone, Sensei Victoria Whitfield here from GetPaidToMeditate.com, welcoming you back to episode 136 of the Journeypreneur podcast. This is your source for channeled holistic stress management techniques, guidance, inspiration, and motivation from the best to stay on your path to rapid financial ascension and massive impact as a conscious entrepreneur. So the title of this podcast episode is What does it mean to get paid? Right? This is such a powerful thing to consider um, because, uh, and I'm going to be doing another podcast episode connected to this in a little bit, but I've been having some, uh, like quite a few conversations with people who are interested in working with me. Um, I have what's called the Visionary Business Breakthrough Consult Call, and I've been doing quite a few of those lately. And it's interesting speaking um, to people around their money blocks in business. And I've been not only speaking to people who you know, from, you know, all different kinds of um, industries, right, all different levels of business, but also even some of my own family members about this exact topic. And it keeps coming up of what does making money mean? Like, what does it really mean to make money? And so I wanted to share this on the podcast um, for because the insights have been really healing and I feel this is something that could bless you. So let's talk about it. With that being said, um, I was on a call with uh, one of these people who were on my uh, breakthrough consult calls. And she <laughs> she said that she wanted to be able to grow her business. And that's why she signed up for the consultation call. By the way, where you do that is at victoriawhitfield.com forward slash contact. I'd be happy to talk to you too. Um, let's see how I can help. And her intention was to be able to grow her business. But uh, and talking to her around more of, okay, what has she done thus far to start being in alignment with growing her business? Um, it was interesting she started talking more about how, like, more about her life purpose, right? And more about having a sense of independence and finally being able to really do what um, she feel, she feels that she was called to do in this lifetime. But when it came down to it, the more that we spoke together about it, the more um, she started sharing that she felt like no one would want to pay for what her life purpose is. And it's it's interesting. Like if uh, you've been following along on the podcast, that was an, one of the money blocks that came up with Andrea on the air when I was doing money block busting for her uh, on the podcast live on the air. And if you haven't listened to those episodes, oh, my goodness. It's been amazing um, just seeing the transformation. She's, she and I have been working since, and it's amazing just to see how she's blossoming, having the support finally. But this is a really common limiting belief that, you know, now that I know what my real purpose is, now that I know um, what I'm what I'm supposed to be doing or what my healing gift is, people aren't going to pay for that. Or if they are, they're not going to pay much. Right. Be kind to yourself if that's something that you struggle with valuing yourself. And we 
continued to dig a little bit deeper. And when we dug deeper, that's where the idea for this podcast episode really um, came to me in our conversation where she, I started asking her like, well, okay, okay, but like, what does it mean to make money for you though? What, what does that mean to you? And she didn't really have an answer until we started talking around limiting beliefs around money and that essentially if you have a lot of money, you're a, you're a bad person or you've swindled people somehow. Like you can't be charging for spiritual stuff, right? And that <laughs> what this is huge. This is huge because if that's what she believes, if that's what you believe, if that's what I'm believing, naturally what we're going to do is repel money in order to protect people from being swindled, right? In order to uh, protect ourselves from feeling inauthentic, we're going to repel money. And so I told her a story um, about my own journey with what does it mean to make money, right? And, And why I get paid for what I do. This is huge. This is huge. So for me, I... I decided to uh, start asking myself some some serious questions because uh, if you haven't heard this story before, I for the first seven months of me sharing my energy healing, I didn't charge, and um, I was going and you know doing energy healing at a local metaphysical bookstore uh, because when you learn Reiki, part of learning Reiki and mastering the craft is continuing to practice it actively. And, and you have to have bodies, (laughs) like people to work on in order to continue to hone your craft. And so I was doing this at a local metaphysical bookstore, uh, just volunteering and sharing my, um, my gift, but also I was more preoccupied I told myself at the time I was more preoccupied with the experience of sharing Reiki than any form of compensation whatsoever. And I felt all good and holy and nice. You know, it's it's not about the money. It's about helping people was another mantra that I had at the time. And here's the thing. What I found is that people started coming back on the regular uh, to to have energy clearings with me as I was there practicing regularly. And then people started staying for longer and longer periods of time, which I was perfectly fine with at that time. And by the way, knowing, well, I wasn't thinking about it, but knowing that uh, like I was paying for parking to be there, I paid for my education to practice Reiki, I would uh, eventually when I had a room with a table, I would also pay for that room with a table, right? Either with money or bartering of my time. Like, so I was basically paying to work on people, but still repelling um, any and all form of compensation. And it came to the point after seven months where uh, a few of my clients, because they're honest, open-hearted people and deeply sensitive, um, they said, Victoria, like, I've been seeing for some time now, and sometimes you'll work on me for like 20 minutes, sometimes an hour, hour and a half. One time you even worked on me three hours, and I can't even 
like buy you a sandwich or something? Can I pay you somehow? Right? And that and for me at the time, I was like, why in the world is this person saying that? And so I asked, well, why do you why do you want to comp? I don't understand. Like this, you can't put a price on energy healing, right? This is spiritual work. This is not something you put it a price on. And the the what that what that one person in particular shocked me with by saying was because I feel guilty. I'm I my stomach starts to sink every time I'm coming to see you now knowing that I have no way to repay you. Right? I I feel really bad. And this shocked the crap out of me. I was just like, "What? What? I never meant to to make people feel bad sharing energy healing. I wanted the complete opposite. I thought I was doing the complete opposite, right? Sharing my healing work. And that for me was such an eye-opening moment of, oh my goodness, if I'm not allowing people to pay me, I'm actually doing them an injustice and they're uh, they're incurring emotional debt by not charging and not valuing the the precious powerful earth shaking work that I do right by not valuing it with a value exchange right in the form of some sort of currency this the I'm incurring emotional debt so that rather than having the energy clearing that the person came for right or feeling lighter afterwards they actually feel heavier and worse because well they took advantage of me essentially was what that was communicating in their heads this is not at all something that I was communicating or trying to put out at all it was just happening because I wasn't allowing um, people to pay me right now by the way let me underline the fact that this was seven months deep into sharing my healing work pro bono, like on a regular basis, at minimum weekly, right? Multiple times per week. This is not like, oh, I'm thinking about starting something and maybe getting to work and then, um, you, you know, like, no, 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 no. I had momentum going. Right, I was so focused on getting out there and sharing the healing work. I didn't even think about money. I, I didn't even think about it as a business at all. Like that came later, right? But this, this was a turning point for me as to why I charge, right? Why I get paid to do what I do, and a, a turning point for me in what money making money means to me. Right, I had to to shift that because if I just associated um, this as like a hobby or something that I'm enjoying doing, then mm, it would be sad to to not be able to continue to scale up because Reiki is an incredibly beautiful healing practice, um, and because I opened up thanks to this person's admission, opened up to receiving funding. And it's not like I started charging 10 grand like out the gate or something like that. No, that it took me 10 years to have the courage to really charge closer to my worth, right? And more of the five figures and up mark. But it, it at that time, it never occurred to me that 
seeing my healing work or my life's purpose work, seeing that as something that was worth more than money was actually harming people. I'm going to let that sink in for a minute. Because that was never my intention. I was so focused on myself and how I felt about living my purpose that I wasn't even considering what it was doing to the people that I was serving. Isn't that a bizarre thing to consider? So what does it mean to make money then? What does it really mean? Um, for uh, It brings to mind another time in my life when I sat down um, with my uncle, um, may he rest in peace, and I know he is because I can hear him talking to me right now, <laughs> even though he's watching from above. Uh, so thanks, Uncle Dan. I remember sitting down with him and, and asking, Uncle Dan, how in the world do you have so much money? Like, what? how do you, I don't, I don't think I've ever seen you really work in my life. Like, where did all of that come from? How how in the world did you do that? Right, he has this big house. He always has different cars that are just like because he enjoys cars, right? So he always has different cars all the time. Um, he's usually either sitting around um, silently. He's like a super quiet dude, or cooking and telling his wife, "Get the hell out of my kitchen." Whenever, <laughs> whenever it's time to eat, Uncle Dan is always the one cooking, and he's like, "Raw, I'm gonna cook." for everyone and he's just the sweetest um sweetest guy so i remember asking oh, uncle dad how in the world do you have so much money i don't know if they travel the world right and and never it, as long as i was alive never saw um money being a problem they have like uh pontoon boats go on cruises flying all over the place no problem and uncle dan gave me um he told me a story of how, like, when he grew up, he was, you know, grew up in an Italian family, tons of kids, like, tons of brothers and sisters, unfortunately, alcoholic father, um, that would beat them. And he said that this is important because he said one day he decided that when things got really bad, they were so bad that he decided, I will never be this poor again. I will never be this poor again. And he looked me in the eye and he said, Victoria, the reason why I have money is because I decided I want it and I'm going to make it. And that was it. And it was so simple, right? But the look in his eyes was so clear and there was like a fire in his eyes, like the fire of like a fighter and he fought his way out. Oh yeah. And he served. Um, in, I, what was it the, uh, Navy or the Air Force? I forget, but, you know, he served protecting our country overseas during his lifetime as well. But like he had money simply because he decided he wanted it, right? He was never going to be that poor again. And so what it meant to make money for Uncle Dan was freedom, right? In a sense of agency. And I'm, I'm recalling that right now and telling that to you because that's one way to see it. But let's jump back to my own journey um, in business uh, and and in sharing my gifts and having a life purpose driven and a healing energy 
um, you know, transformational work driven type business. When when I opened up to started charging at first, what it meant to me to make money was just to stop in the incurring of emotional debt for the healing work that I was doing. I just, I, I could not, it's like I couldn't sleep at night thinking that I was doing that to people of like, oh my God, like it turned my stomach when my client woke me up to this. Um, and so at first I, the, you know, my money mindset wasn't very, uh, broad just yet, but I, said to the, to the client like all right okay I will start receiving payment and you can pay my mentor whose space we were using right so that made it easier to be able to rent uh the space for you know working out on the massage table uh like doing sessions on the massage table just just pay it to him um and so that began the financial exchange and it was paying his hourly rate which was you know okay whatever fine um, but that wasn't coming to me. Now, I can't say, yay, the whole thing was um, cured at that point. No, right. the problem wasn't solved just yet. But what it meant to make money, what it meant for me to get paid for what I do shifted. And that's huge. I hope you are hearing what I'm saying, journeypreneurs, as you're listening into this podcast right now. Because once you start to redefine what it means for you to make money, right? When you rewrite your story, when you tell a new story, everything shifts. I'm telling you, everything shifts. Because once I started to tell a new story, it was interesting. I actually started to develop even more momentum around that. And then eventually my my mentor, my healing mentor at the time, who was had more of an entrepreneurial mindset, he said, you know, I really think uh, you should come with me to learn more about starting your own business rather than just practicing um, your your healing art, Victoria, I think you have a gift. And so I followed him to um, like an evening where out, uh, a business coach was talking about, you know, having an abundance mindset and, you know, he- healing the world by uh, having a purpose driven business and being a heart centered entrepreneur and all of that. She was talking about these things that I had never really heard or had words for before. And my men- my uh, healing mentor at the time, he ended up signing up for her business coaching program, and I followed him into it as his plus one. And being around so many amazing entrepreneurs and in that kind of an environment that says, yes, you can, and here's why you should, right? Or here's how to market, which is basically getting your message out to the masses of healing and of light work. And all this, like, she expanded my vocabulary of of communication she expanded my vocabulary of healing work to include the transformational service of entrepreneurship right uh the universal service the call to to support, to heal and serve that entrepreneurship is when done from, you know, from the heart, right? When led by faith and not by fear, she expanded 
my vocabulary, my, my perspective, my worldview to encompass that. And so with my vocabulary having been expanded, my story changed again around what does it mean to make money, what it means for me to make money, and why I should charge for what I do. You know, before it was just to avoid making people feel bad because I'm, you know, basically giving away the farm, right? And um, basically paying to work on them and not in a way of like, oh, I wish someone would pay to work on me. No, no, no. Like what we're doing is life changing to the point where they were feeling bad for it, right? So so that used to be the story, but with um, following her work, as a wonderful, transformational, divine business coach that she is, my my story around what it means for me to make money in my business, what it means uh, for me to get paid for my healing work shifted again, right? And this this shifted at the time to me funding my message getting out there right it uh, before it used to just be about avoiding the pain of uh other people's guilt right i'm an empath so when people feel guilty i feel dirty physically like nauseous dirty um and sick like I, as an empath i absorbed that so i i could not handle that. That pain was big enough for me to start allowing people to pay. And I know for some of you who are listening in right now, what I'm saying is going to go way over your head. And that's all right. I'm sending you hugs and love. And I'm speaking to you from the alternate universe where this happened. (laughs) Not just happens, but happened. And I'm talking like years ago. Okay. So but for those of you who are who are right there with me and are like, all right, I have an abundance mindset, Victoria. Why am I not making a money? Or why am I undercharging and undervaluing myself chronically? Like what in, why, why? And this one's for you too, right? This one is especially for you because the story that you are telling yourself about what it means to make money does not include advocating for your healing work getting out there. So that was the the first time, well, no, the second time that my story around what it means for me to get paid. This is me funding the movement, right? It's not about you. My mentor, uh, my business mentor, she would say that over and over and over to us. You know, this, this is not about you. The reason why you're getting out there and speaking on a regular basis, networking, sending your email newsletters, um, doing your doing your social media marketing and all of that types of stuff and inviting people to join in is not but it's not about you. It's not about your bank account. The reason why you're charging is not so that you can have like a ton of money to flash on camera, right? Or to to take a picture next to some fancy sports car or to impress your ex-boyfriend or whatever. That's it. This is not about you. This is about the movement. This is about you funding your calling. 
That's why you're getting paid. That's why you're having the courage to get out there and ask is because it takes money to make it happen. Here in 3D reality, it takes money to make it happen, right? And so be kind to yourself if uh, you are like I used to be where you had the, where I had this mindset of like, oh, you know, it's it's not spiritual to charge, you know, and source is going to provide, right? It's kind of expecting money to fall out of nowhere. Um, or even as I was talking uh, to this woman on the, the breakthrough consult call, we were talking about how it was, it's not about the money, it's about the art. Oh, we want to take this to another level. <laughs> you ready for this? As an artist, as someone who is a creative, um, my ability to express my point of view is everything. That's more important than making money is making art. So I'm going to invent this thing and I'm not going to charge anybody for it because it's about the thing that I invented, right? It's about my expression, my creativity, my, my, my. Do you hear how I'm repeating the word my, right? I'm making it about me because I am an artist, right? So I do not get paid because it's not about money. It's about being creative. It's about the art. It's about the creation. So I'm going to make up this transformational program, or I'm going to make up this product, or I'm going to make this food, or I'm going to make insert thing, right? I'm going to come up with an amazing idea, and I'm going to pay a ton of money, right? I'm thinking of one of my clients in particular, she funneled $900,000 into creating this thing. And when she finally came to, to sign up with me, she, she told that to me. It's like, listen, I am 900 grand in the hole, Victoria. So we need to figure out how to get me manifesting some money or something. What, whatever you need to do, wave your magic wand or hit me over the head or whatever. Give me a lobotomy. Do your magic thing because I'm 900 grand in the hole having created this um, like, I can't tell you what it is due to uh, privacy concerns, but like creating this thing, right? Her, her magnum opus, um, but no money has, had come her way, even though she spent nearly a million dollars to create it. Now, maybe you aren't 900 grand in the hole, but maybe you're like 50 grand, um, or $5,000 deep into creating something that you feel like is your life's work, or you've been trying to write a book of your like life, like the book of your life for the last umpteen years or umpteen decades be kind to yourself right I'm coming straight for you because I love you right I got to break it to you so that you can have your breakthrough this this is a trap this is a trap where we make it about ourselves so it's not about you is another story that you can tell around like what it means to make money, right? What it means, the reason why I'm charging, uh, it, it evolved at the time, and there's more, by the way, so stay with me here. It, it evolved to like, okay, I have to, I have to fund this dream getting out there because I, I am not enough on my own. I don't have enough money on my own to, to meditate around the world. That's impossible, 
right? I, I look at my, my bank account at the time. I'm like, this is ridiculous. I have no idea how I'm going to continue to show up for the people who need me or to finance being able to, instead of talk to maybe about mm, 30, 50 people maximum locally with my own energy to, to turn, to add a zero to that, to 300 or 500 let alone 3,000, 5,000, right, or 30,000, 50,000 people. Uh, that takes money in order to, to fund the movement, right? And what was so powerful about changing the story that I was telling that way at the time was I started to value what I was doing as a movement, right? I started valuing my work that it wasn't just like, um, like a meat market where, you know, you bring in your body, you slap it on the table and uh, reiki, 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 and you slap them out the room and thank you, come again. It wasn't like that anymore, right? Um, because, like I'm sending so much love to you if this is, uh, if I'm, ah, hitting you where it hurts, um, trying to get to, to the wound so that we can really heal, uh, fam, so big hugs if this one's speaking to you but this it's this is not a meat market right Uh, this is a movement right this is a mindset this is a lifestyle what I have is not just for like a couple people but I'm here I really believe to change the world and in order to change the world that takes money Right. So that was the second way that my story around what it means to make money shifted. Right. Why I charge. And then it shifted again. Then it shifted again. Because I start I did. I started making money. Um, My business mentor at the time, she even featured me on stage in front of there were 300 people in the room, another uh, 3000 people on the live stream sharing my story of how I went from like not making any money in under a year to having $10,000 months, right? Applying what she was talking about simply because I changed my story to the second one of like, all right, I am going to fund this movement. Let's go. That's why I charge. And then I started hitting a plateau of, of shame uh, and I'm going to be a little vulnerable, um, more vulnerable, actually, not like I haven't been vulnerable, but this feels really weird to admit on the air. So, uh, pray for me. I, I started hitting an upper limit wall on how much I could charge. And when I, when that was happening, um, I had a, a VIP day, right? I signed up for a VIP day of coaching and was talking to my mentor at the time and she's like, all right, well, you know, tell me why you can't make any more than, uh, than this amount, right? Uh, why, why aren't you allowed to make more than like 30 or 60 grand in a year? Why? And I'm like, um, and it just fell out of me. I, I still feel kind of weird saying this to this day. And I'm like, well, that means I'll be a man. And I was the last person of the day, by the way, at the VIP day. So my mentor was looking at me. She's like, are you serious? And I'm like, yeah. Yes. (laughs) 
And she's like, what? What do you mean? And I'm like, I, I cannot make more money than the men in my life. Right? I can't. I'm, I'm a woman. I, ca- I cannot. He- hello? Limiting belief. Like, really? Really? You want to talk about stories? Limiting belief stories of, okay, if I make... <laughs> More than sixty grand in a year, right? More than thirty or sixty thousand dollars in a year. Then that apparently, magically, I will grow a penis and no longer be female. That what in the heck? What in the heck? And to all my sisters who are listening in right now, uh, I know if I could see your face, uh, I know you know what I'm talking about here. Where if I'm making more money, suddenly I'm wearing the pants and that is, uh, that is wrong. Like I'm in the wrong position here. There's, there's something um, very vulnerable or how do you say uncovered, unprotected about going into that. I'm officially wrong for making more money than the men in my life and in my, my personal circles. There's, there's this, un, this was an underlying story of why, what it means to make money for me, where, uh, that I was telling myself, I had no idea that I was telling myself this story that, uh, if I make more than a certain amount and it was uh, between 30 and 60 grand a year, then all of a sudden uh, I'm, I'm a man. I am not female. I am not feminine. I am no longer attractive. I am the man, right? I wear the pants. I've got to be the protector, the guardian, the blah, 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 all of this. <sighs> wow. And so... <laughs> I'll never forget my business mentor. She just looked at me. She's like, this is not true. Just, just go make more money. And I'm, I was like, I paid you $1,500 for you to just shrug and say that. But you know, here's the thing. I got so mad at her reaction that I actually did make more money. Right. And I ascended way past that. Um, started having $80,000 years as, as an energy healer and higher and higher since then, right now in the multiple six figures. And she, (laughs) it, it took something that simple for me to change, uh, my orientation internally. But if I was telling myself that story that could fundamentally repel me from making money of like, oh, if I make more money, I am a man. I am not a man. Therefore, I will not make more money than a certain amount. The malfunction. Big time malfunction. Yeah, interesting. So my spirit guides just told me of uh, the reverse, how there are actually brothers listening in, like our soul brothers in business listening into this podcast right now who are like, listen, Victoria, um, the opposite is also true, where if I don't make a certain amount of money, I am not a man, right? So that's why I grind. That's why I work myself to the bone 
Um, that's why I don't practice any self-care. That's why I end up in the hospital or hurting all the time. Uh, and I'm not on my list of things to do today because I have to maintain my identity as a man. Uh, if I make less than a certain amount, that means I'm a woman and nothing against women. I'm just not one. So like I have to push myself beyond my limits, right? And I have to work harder because also hardness is male. So working hard, and I am chewing on that word as I say it, hardness is what it means to be a man. So no, I can't relax while I'm at work because that means I will no longer be what I am, right? And shout out to all my trans people who are listening in on this and thinking, dag, (laughs) y'all. Right. High five trans peeps. Um, Y'all have a whole nother story. And by the way, if you are trans and listening into the Journeypreneur podcast, send me a message. I want to hear your story as a trans entrepreneur. Um, But with that being said, right, this weird gender binary story is underlying numbers. Right. Why I'm, what it means to make money, why I charge, had to change um, around of, of like, how can I m- make more money? How can I continue to fund the movement at the level that Source has shown me of where we're going, right? As the inspiration, the, the intuitive inspiration that I've seen, the vision that I've seen of this business, how can I continue to ascend there if my story is so creepily out of alignment. How can I do that? The story had to change again of what it means for me to make money and what it means to make money, period. And this is a little bit more complex. Um, how do I relate the, the meaning to? Because for me, it's more of a feeling Uh, at this time. But the way that the story changed from I've got to fund this movement, but then stopping because, well, I can't make a certain amount of money uh, because that would change me into a man, which is not what I identify as uh, in this lifetime, in particular, at least. For me, I had to shift the level of people that I was hanging out with, first of all, in order to see like, okay, what, what does it look like to be a safe man? And also, what does it mean to be a safe woman, right? Changing um, the, the paradigm of men and women that I was exposed to. Because underneath that limiting belief was an infection of toxic femininity and toxic masculinity, right? Where I was very familiar of what it is to be an unsafe woman um, and to feel unsafe as a woman. And I was very aware of what unsafe men are and what it is to be around and pick out who are the unsafe men and how they operate. So I had to do a lot of personal social healing work connecting with more safe women and safe men in my life so that I could begin to heal this limiting belief. I also had to get used to being around people 
who make more than 60 grand. I'm being blunt here. Right, I had a thirty or sixty thousand, you know that like median income. I had to get around, get used to what it's like being around people who make a hundred thousand, five hundred thousand, a couple million, tens of millions, and now uh, several hundreds of millions of dollars. I had to get used to what it's like. What is, what does it mean to make money? I had to see what it was like. With people, one, who are safe women and safe men. And then two, people who are making a lot more money. What does it mean for them to make money? Why do they get paid? And something really amazing happened. Something really beautiful happened. It, it became more about service and advocacy generosity. When I get paid, I receive resources, right? When I get paid, I receive energy. What it means for me to make money is that I have power. Now, if I do not believe that I am a safe person, if I do not know what it's like to be a safe woman, if I do not know what it's like to be around and observe safe men, then of course I am not going to be comfortable with power because when power comes around, it's usually in association with unsafe women and unsafe men. So naturally we're going to repel power when it comes our way. Naturally, I am going to repel power when it comes my way in that limited paradigm, right? Stick with me here, where the, the story changed from what does it mean to make money of, oh, I'm funding my movement. No, no, no. Now it's evolved that what it means to make money is power. Now, what does power mean? How dare I allow myself to receive power. Who do I think I am, right? That I can receive power. Who do I think I am? This is an extremely important yet simple, like a dumb, simple question to ask of who do I think I am that I should be receiving power. But that question became relevant, especially once I started meeting more safe men and safe women who had a lot of money and a lot of power to use. And you want to know what I saw? I saw them using it for the greater good. I could cry. I could cry. I am crying. (laughs) When I started seeing what women who are good women safe educated successful sexy happy loving women what they do when they get money they save fucking lives baby they they build schools they they build communities they bring water to places where there's no water they bring life where there's death when i get around women who are safe loving powerful women 
They do amazing, beautiful things. And they do it not just for themselves, but I'm talking about like on the grand scale for the community because they have so much power that it is a joy and a pleasure to get to share it, right? In fact, it's even more enthralling to share it because you see um, how how much you can spread love. You have the juice to be able to spread love. It's a pleasure to take everyone else higher. When you're around a safe woman, when she receives power, that is what she does. When you're around safe men who, yes, have a lot of power, what do they do? They also go out there and save lives. They rescue children from sex trafficking, right? They reroute their money to make sure that single mothers have jobs and can work from home. They get out there and they lift other brothers who have been displaced and marginalized for the color of their skin or for the the language that they speak. And they make sure that they have a platform to be able to share their story authentically. When a man is a safe man and is given power, he moves mountains and breaks through barriers. This is why we charge. This is why I make money. This is why it's okay to make money and make good money because, get ready for it, get ready to write this down, journeypreneurs, because when more good people make good money, more good happens in the world. (laughs) When more good money comes to good people, more good happens in the world, right? Give good people power and more good happens. Oh my, oh my goodness. So who am I? Who am I that I dare allow myself to receive power, right? Receive money, money being power. Who am I? Who do I think I am? I believed after many, many years of internal work and ongoing internal work, this will never stop. This is my journey. But I have uncovered that I truly believe, I truly believe that the work that I'm doing is good work. I believe that I am a good person and I have shown myself and my clients, my family and my community that when I get more money, I create more blessings, I spread more love, um, I bring more people to the table than ever. I hand people the mic, right? I believe that I am a good person. When When I, oh my gosh, do you hear what I'm saying? Where I'm coming from actually, is that I used to not believe that I was a good person. I intrinsically thought that I was not a good person. And that was why I was repelling money. And the only reason why I believed that was because I didn't know what it was like to be around good people who had money. I Not good women who had money and not good men who had money. I did not know what it was like. So that's how I changed that story of what it means to make money was I got around good people who had money and got to see what it actually looks like in action. Am I worthy enough to sit next to them at the table and have a conversation with them? I sincerely used to think that I wasn't worthy. Right? That I don't deserve to sit at the same table. I don't deserve to approach them. And I'm not saying that I've completely cured this, obviously, because I'm crying. But I... 
this level of unworthiness or undeservingness was why I was repelling power. But it was just based in ignorance, right? That belief that I'm not a good person, therefore I should not make good money, right? I can't be trusted with money because look at all of the examples of misuse of money and misuse of power that I've seen in my life and I've been surrounded with in this small, 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 small world, Look at this, this small, 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 small sample of the world is what it means to be a human being. And I can't, I can't receive power because I don't want to perpetuate the misuse of power. Do you hear the ignorance and the smallness in that? You hearing what I'm saying? Like this is, this is everything. But I'm going to keep repeating this mantra until It is in every single fiber of my being and every single fiber of every person that is under the sound of my voice, live, recorded, in person, online, in years to come after this has been recorded or right now as you are listening to me. When more good people make good money, more good happens in the world. And if you believe you are a good person, you had better make good money. Why we need more good in the world. You fill in the blank as to why we need more good in the world. You fill in the blank, right? You want to turn on the news for literally two seconds. I can guarantee you'll have at least 50 reasons why we need more good in the world as soon as possible. And how that's going to happen is by more good people making good money. Why? Because money is power. Power is just an amplifier, Right. So if you're a jerk, if you're mean, if you're a bully, if you're afraid of people, right, if you're afraid of being powerful, don't make good money. Right. Because when you get the amplifier put on you, all the things that you are afraid of are just going to get bigger. Work on your fears. Work on the things that um, keep you up at night. Work on your limiting beliefs and, and how you see others, how you see the world, right? How you see money even. Do the work. Personal growth and development. Hello? Self-help. Self-development. Others help. Team development. Figure it out. Do the work, right? I have respect, just like Brene Brown says, I, res- I have respect for the people who are in the ring fighting, right? If you've got bruises from doing your, your inner transformational healing work, I respect you. But if you are not going to put in the work, don't make good money because we don't need more bad in the world. Stop it, right? I'm, I'm on a rant. <laughs> Yay! And I love it. I love it. And I hope you're loving this too. I hope you're loving this too. Right. (sighs) Oh, I'm starting to work a sweat. Yay. I love it. Glistening. Getting that glow up. But I'm so passionate about this because there are a lot of really good people who don't make good money. And you're in these people Maybe it's you, I don't know, or maybe it's not you. Maybe it's everyone else that you know, right? So think about all of your friends who have this problem. Hard wink, (laughs) right? Many people that I come across are amazing good people, but they don't make good money. And I found that it's because you don't essentially believe that you're a good person. 
And the reason why I can say that right in the second tense, right in the second person of you don't is because I was in that very same position, right? And I'm sending you so much love if you are listening to this podcast right now and I somehow found a very deep wound in you. If that's you, uh, that means we need to talk. We need to talk. And you would not believe the types of people I've talked to. Um, Be kind to yourself. If you are really here to help and heal the world, we need to talk. Because if you do not see yourself as essentially good, of course you're not going to make good money. You are going to protect the world from experiencing the real you. Because the real you is not good. Or so the lie would say, right? Protect the world from the real you because it's not good, right? And trying to do your service that way. (sighs) I do not know your journey, but I know mine. And I share it open-heartedly here. Um, I put my heart on the line for those of you who needed a word of inspiration this one's for you. With that being said, I feel that this would be a lovely point to begin wrapping up this podcast episode. And so if this is your first time listening to the Journeypreneur podcast, welcome. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, Make sure you hit the subscribe button on iTunes so that you get these podcast episodes first every time that they are released. While you're at it, by the way, if you haven't yet, go ahead and leave us a five-star review. This is episode 136. Um, When you leave the five-star review, that's where you can leave comments. It's strange. Like on iTunes, there's not much of the social media interaction. But I want to hear from you, right? I don't want to just be talking into outer space. And I will because I believe that this is going to bless someone, right? I am going by faith and not by sight. (laughs) All right. So, but if this has blessed you, leave your five-star review so that you can comment. I want to hear episode 136. This is, what was the one thing that I said that was like, boom, an aha moment for you? What blessed you? That would really serve me. You know, you don't have to pay uh, to listen to these podcast episodes. Uh, So, How can we close the gap on any emotional debt you've incurred? Thinking, oh my gosh, Victoria just changed my life. Leave the review. That's how. I don't want, I don't want any emotional debt. I want only a legacy of love. No cooties. No cooties legacy. No. Right? So in your five-star review, leave me a comment. Tell me what was the one thing that blessed you. That will give me another boost of energy, the power to continue forward and show up for you and for our tribe of journeypreneurs. So with that, I'm going to bring this podcast episode to a close with the same thing I say every single time, please. Enjoy the journey. Do not lose your glow as you grow in life and business. And I'll see you in the next podcast episode. Bye for now.